Welcome to Risks, Regrets, and Whatever, the podcast where we dive deep into the diverse lives of our extraordinary guests by asking them the same five thought-provoking questions. I'm your host, Mike Picanato, and in this podcast, we'll explore our guests' experiences from the bold risks taken to the profound regrets felt. Life is an unpredictable journey, and our guests hail from all walks of life, each with their own unique stories to tell. We believe that by sharing these intimate moments of vulnerability, we can gain valuable insights into the human condition, find common ground, and maybe even uncover the wisdom hidden within life's twists and turns. Join us as we embark on this fascinating journey together. We'll delve into the minds and hearts of artists, entrepreneurs, adventurers, spiritual leaders, and everyday people. Because in the end, it's the risks we take and the regrets we carry that shape the tapestry of our lives. So sit back, relax, and let's explore the triumphs, tribulations, and whatever moments that make us who we are. Welcome to Risks, Regrets, and Whatever. This is episode one of Risks, Regrets, and Whatever, a new location for what used to be a sub-series of Unterwegs, the OnRoute podcast. This is a legacy edition of our five-question series, first recorded in August of 2021 and released on August 11th, 2021. Enjoy the podcast. I'm excited to introduce you to a friend of mine named Benjamin Kunda today. Benny and I have known each other for almost nine years since Alyssa and I first moved to Berlin. Benny and his wife were part of the church that we worked with in the center of Berlin. Benny was born in Bremen, he's lived in Berlin for a long time. He's married, has two teenage sons. He's an educator and is passionate about educating the students in his care about the emotional and social sides of life. He's a big fan of Veda Bremen soccer. Uh, Veda Bremen is a team that now plays in the Zweite Bundesliga. Benny and I have been a part of several different projects together. We've led worship in church together. Uh, we've been a part of small groups together. We helped launch an evening artistic devotional service called Auszeit. Alyssa and I were privileged to exhibit Benny and his friend Kate's photography project in our gallery in Berlin. In fact, they were our first exhibit and so it's kind of fitting that Benny's the first person that I interview in this format as well. One of the passions that you see touching many areas of Benny's life is his deep interest in hearing and sharing people's stories. He did this in his photography project called Berlin Hearts, but he also does this in his music as well. He's a very gifted musician, powerful songwriter. I put some links to his projects in the show notes. His music is on Spotify under Benjamin Kunda and Kunda and on Apple Music and Amazon Music under Benjamin Kunda. When I narrowed my list of dozens of questions down to these five, for some reason, I did not think about questions that would fit into a half an hour format. And so this interview with Benny has been divided into two episodes. And this week is part one of two. Well, hey, thanks for joining me for the podcast. I'm excited yeah. to have you. What is a significant transition you have experienced? Yeah, I was thinking about that a lot. The most significant transition I experienced was actually, you know, look, uh, I come from a parenthood uh, which had very strong beliefs on on uh, Christianity, 
and uh, coming alongside with uh, a, a lot of um, different, you know, uh, expectations, uh, how you should be as a Christian or how you should be as a believer and what you should do and what you should not do. And coming also with this thing of like, if you do this and this, you have to fear this and this. And to be a good believer, you have to do something. So the the thing is to two fears are the fear of sin and uh, of guilt. Uh, and the way is finding a way not to get into hell one day. So my most uh, significant transition for me was when I went out from Bremen, I grew up in a small town in North Germany called Bremen. They have a good football club and good beer, uh, Beck's beer. <laughs> when I grew up there, I left my house. I was totally in all this church system. My both parents worked in church. Uh, uh, I never saw anything else. I went to a Christian school, a private school. And then I uh, left uh, uh, Bremen when in the, uh, at the age of 17 and became an educator, studied uh, education for children and uh, for uh, people with uh, disabilities. Then, you know, you can imagine I was only knowing all the, uh, I was only living to all the experience my parents gave me. So I went there. I never had my own. So I remember also when I started coming there, uh, I when I went to youth group or whatever, you know, I was repeating that what my parents taught me. I never was, you know, I was not myself, you know, I never figured out, you know, my own belief, my own ways, my own steps. I did, you know, I just repeated that what my parents told me. So there were times, you know, like when you are, I was 17, I was still a teenager and I was young leaving the house, but I'm glad I did it that time. I remember this whole thing of guilt, this topic of guilt, like stuck in myself, you know, when I got to know my wife who comes from a similar background, but just from India, has a German uh, father who has a huge, you know, uh, NGO, Christian NGO there, and mother also very involved and engaged and uh, more from a Pentecostal background. I'm more from a Lutheran uh, background. And uh, but both had these same topics, and we didn't have a clue when we met. Also about like okay, how <laughs> how to first of all lead a, a relationship. We were still teenagers. How to uh, you know do it in a way of how God wants it. You know, we only saw that what our parents told us, and I was always with that. If you do this, this happens, or this is not right to do. Um, you know, and. Uh, this topic guilt from the first moment on for myself, but for my wife as well, and also when we met, was there. And uh, realizing it, you know, the, you know, I left seller. We left seller together to uh, start with the jobs when we finished ed, uh, our studying in two thousand two, and it took us a long time, and it took me a long time, you know, to to really first of all, you know, to get, you know, to get to learn you know my own you know relationship to to god and as well uh, um to be on my own foot and as well to get away from the guilt topic and you know 
And now we come to your, the answer on, uh, on your question. The most significant transition was the day I forgave my parents on how they thought it is right to teach us the way. And that I say now, uh, in the age of 42, in an, a respectful way, because when I was a teenager, I was like totally also in a way rebellious. I was like, you know, what 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 did they teach us? What, uh, what is wrong? Why do we have to suffer for so long, you know, with this guilt topic? It was like around 29, 30, when I w went on a journey, on, on a journey on myself. We have to do it all on ourselves to learn these ways. And... For a long time, I was blaming my parents. I was blaming them, just blaming. Why did they do this, this? I didn't want to have contact with them. My 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 wife would always pick up when my mother would call. So so what? <laughs> so uh, I was like no, and I was like blaming them for this and that and that and that. Never seeing myself. And then I thought like, okay, look, but I am now a grown up man. Why? It has to stop. You know, I have to also like be step up and say, I'm also responsible for the steps I took. So to really let go of that feeling of guilt and that and not being only self-pity and uh, and whiny, uh, I had, I don't know, it was not like this decision, Mike, that I uh, uh, suddenly sat down and said, I have to forgive them. <laughs> it was a process. And I understood when I do that when I f forgive them and focus also on myself and see, look, it's not anymore about them, them, them. It's not anymore about this system from the past. It's now about myself and about what I, you know, what I did and what maybe mistakes I did, good things I did. And then I have to step up and to be responsible for myself and then as well for my partner, my family and my friends, you know, but... I this you know it's a kind of like a change of perspective a perspective change you know and it is on the one hand but the decision to forgive was the biggest transition and I feel since then you know I am um, that's the first thing you know what was big since I forgave them because they didn't know better and I've you know now being a father of two kids I know also did do a lot of mistakes that let me by the way, to uh, the thing that I told myself from the beginning that I got kids when I might have not been ready. First one was there when I was 26. I said, like, when I do mistakes, I always want to have the guts to say sorry mm. to my kids. I, I, you know, I want, that uh, was one very important uh, lesson I learned from the thing that I forgave my parents. I was like, you know, that they couldn't do this. They couldn't forgive. They, it was like, you know, it, you couldn't imagine, maybe, you know, uh, uh, these kind of systems. It was like the father was always right. There was no discussion. There was only <laughs> what he said was right. He was the God, kind of, you know. And uh, and I didn't want to be that. It not always works. I think I fail also a lot of times. But I really try to, or we also as a couple try to, follow that as something we believe which is important because the kids should not see fake parents and that's what i saw at that time and uh, yeah so that's my answer thanks benny I, I think there's there's probably a couple of transitions 
in there if if we dig in a little bit, right? One was is is almost a a transition in how you view God. Yeah. Instead of this kind of fear-based view of of you're guilty for something to a different view of God. What what did what is that transition for you? Okay, this is like something okay, here I come uh, to tell maybe guys who um know uh, the CMA <laughs> but the you know the organization you work for because uh, that time we had uh, we were when I came to Berlin I was in a church uh, called uh, BIC and the pastor was Henry Pasun and his wife Naomi and uh, he um, so you have to help me now Mike there was one book about the different characters of God from uh there's one very famous one you know uh, oh, oh, what's the author i i sorry i mix up now oh, omar no not omar was it aw tozer yeah aw tozer yeah. tell me the book again oh goodness he's written several the pursuit of god was that the book the one with a different way they show the different characters of god you know okay. the different way you know and that was one thing also what I told, you know, that they talk about like different angles, you know, there's the loving God, you know, the the caring God, uh, the one who is more stricter, you know, the different ways. And I feel my the, the, my pictures of God from my past, you know, and then you, you're asking me about the transition I had in that way was, I have to tell you, I learned a lot about the strict gods who's telling me rules you know the 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 uh, and uh, i would have liked uh, to learn more about the loving gods you mm. know the guy who forgives you know and uh, uh, i had because where does this guilt topic come from you know and that is really related to a certain picture of god of course mm. Which I've been taught, and not only from my parents. My parents learned it then from the church, you know, from a different backgrounds, you know. Was it attributes of God? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, but in German, it's different. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. Yeah. It, so that, thanks. That's that's great. And then and then the, also there was this this transition from being angry at your parents to forgiving your parents. Yes, because I had to look. I felt like, look, the, the things I've been angry, but on the other hand, I've never never saw myself in that. You know, uh, like when you're getting older and older, you can do it, you know, as a, a teenager, but when you're getting older, then you're 20, starting a job with 23, you're having responsibility, still angry with your parents and angry again and again. Look, and then one point, where are yourself? Where is your own, you know, your own maybe failures or things you didn't do right? Or, you know, where is, where, where is that in yourself? Hmm. I, I felt like also, like, in that time, I um, met a lot of people. I always called them, like, kind of angels in a way, because in a way of angels that they taught me things. They, they, they showed me a mirror. There was a time, really, where... A lot of things happened, you know, like um, that time my, you know, I'm me as a musician as well, you know, I started to really writing a lot of songs about a lot, lot of topics and um, I met a lot of people. I was on a journey, you know, 
And on the one hand, it was like I was totally depressed. There were times I'm running around Berlin where I tell myself I can't anymore. I have suicidal thoughts because I didn't couldn't handle all dead emotions. I was like totally flat out. On the other hand, I meet people who tell me, look, I remember when I met people and tell me, look, you're not honest to yourself. You're not yourself. Even when I start singing, you know, I try to, try to put on a certain voice. I try to put on, try to be somebody I am not. So I was not, actually, all this thing was leading to the point that I found myself, you know. And But I had to go through a deep valley, to a very deep valley of emotions, of everything, to get through that, to find that, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm at the end of that process, but I, that was a, you know, um, very significant uh, time of my life where a lot of things happened. So you, when you talk about uh, several transitions, that's true, but that is like, a, you know, that, that was a big time of transition, you know, mm. and I felt like um, why I call these people like angels who were like this, you know, I felt like there were sometimes random people who showing me mirrors, you know, like showing mm -hmm. mirrors to see myself. And that was not normal because that happened at times so many times. You know, at that time I was struggling. I was like, okay, who, who am I? And all this thing with my parents, with my, you know, where I come from as a, you know, with the beliefs, with the religion, uh, with what, what is my belief, you know. And then this topic of guilt, what I was carrying around and speaking loudly out, because people were seeing that I was not true to myself. People were seeing that I was having a lacking of confidence of all that, you know. And yeah, that was a huge, a huge fight. But in a way, um, I feel that, uh, uh, and that's one thing, you know. Also, in one of my songs what is very important for me to find out is um, once was sitting in a pub with a friend who was telling me, look, Benny, you know, we have to celebrate not only the highlights of our lives, you know, the birthdays, the diplomas, the weddings, you know, what we have to celebrate a lot is more actually is when we come out of the valley and we managed it and uh, we we are through through it and we we stood up again whatever it is if it's a if it's a depression if it's a sickness if it's uh, uh, relationship problems whatever it is you know like uh, and and I was like for me that was so clear and like, like yeah it's a di also different perspective again we focus so much on the highlights you know when we win. But getting out of, 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 of pain, getting out of losses and all that and uh, giving up on ourselves, you know, and you know what happened that time was like I was totally changing my system inside, inside, you know, it was a shift, a shift was happening, a total shift and uh, or transition, how you, how you say it. And um, that's hurtful. If you really have, you know, real transitions are hurtful. This is not easy. It is totally tough. That's grown up. That's grown up the things. That's really, <laughs> that's really grown up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think what I was seeing as a third transition then was the transition of of young Benny to adult Benny. But it seems like from what you've just said, that that happened at the same time. The same time mm. you were wrestling with the things from your parents, you were also 
growing up. And so young, young Benny couldn't forgive his parents the way older Benny could. But all of these things were happening as these angels and other people came into your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm, you know, look, look, that time, I can tell you, uh, ask my wife about it, that it was not easy with me that time, because I feel like, what I feel is, I don't know if you see that similar, but when you have your wedding, you say, they say like, yeah, yeah, now you're as one. What sometimes people forget is that there's still two individual people with two individual souls and hearts, and also yeah ways to handle certain things so that was also something like i know that that from an outside point of view when you saw me that time i was just lost and it was also not easy like a uh, 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 relationship and what a uh, uh, friendship and whatever wise you know because when you really in that uh, transition time it's like you know, getting kind of a new body and a new, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a lot. I felt always like that's that's one thing, uh, one of my biggest strengths and biggest weaknesses. In the same time, that I always I'm always wary when these things happen. You know, my I don't have so many systems in myself to protect myself from them. So that's good because people see all my emotions and how I am. On the other hand, it hurts. It just hurts. And, it, you know, it, it sucks. everything is getting in myself, in my system. And that led me to depression as well, you know. And that led me into that su suicidal thoughts as well. And, uh, yeah, so that's uh, something also I want to talk about because that's um, part of it. And I know a lot of people suffer from these thoughts and from from depression and all these things as well you know and that's like yeah what helped me a lot there in a way is like one thing you know what i never lost to that time was my belief first of all maybe it's different to my parents belief because i uh, made a separation between religion and belief that's the first thing i did and second is uh, i'm glad to have and had good environment of friends and people and that is so important. The environment you have of people, um, of good friends, and even people you meet, and that was the amazing thing that time. There were people, I don't have contact anymore, Mike, and they were that angels, I called them angels, you know, mm -hmm. because they were there for a certain reason, and then they left. They showed me the mirror, they were there, they gave me a hug, and then they were left for mm. one time. You know, they were there for a certain time in my life. And I'm so glad for uh, for them. But that was so like it could have, you know, you could name it coincidence. But for me, it wasn't because it really saved my ass. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not like something what happens like this, you know. Mm -hmm. The way, you know, the way the way could have led to something else and I'm so glad that I got to that valley, you know? Yeah. And I always, you know, one thing, you know, when we make our music together and we talk, when we do a devotion time together, that's why I love Psalm 23 because it shows me exactly that way I felt, you know, 
maybe not I'm not Dave, I'm not comparing myself to King David, you know, but like the the emotions. Mm-hmm. That's why I love that. Yeah. Going through that valley. Yeah. yeah. From an editing point of view, this is where I brought episode one to a close. And I'm so grateful for Benny's openness because he really was willing to go into some some super important deep parts of his life as he talked about these transitions that he went through. The next episode is equally as powerful as Benny continues to share some things that he has done in his life, risks that he's taken, decisions that he wishes he hadn't made, and the role that faith has played in his life. Benny touched on some pretty heavy topics today, including suicidal thoughts. If this is something that you also struggle with and you'd like somebody to talk to, you can email us at podcasts at envisionberlin.com. That email address is in the show notes, or you can join our Discord server, and that link is also in the show notes, and you can talk with us there. But if this is an emergency, and you need to talk with someone right away, and you need to speak with a trained professional, if you are in the U.S., please call 1-800-273-TALK. It's 1-800-273-8255. And if you're in Germany, and you're having suicidal thoughts, you can call the national hotline at 0800-1110-111. That's 0800-1110-1111. This podcast was produced by Envision Berlin in our studios located in Berlin, Germany. If you'd like to send us a note, feel free to send your email to podcast at envisionberlin.com. Thanks for listening.